The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Redder Nation, to the Redder Nation podcast. And I am your host, Redder Greg. Welcome to our show. Let me tell you right now, we are close. We are so close in all the speculation about the draft. We're almost there. And let me tell you what, the 07 schedule came out, and we have definitely got a hit on that. Without further ado, welcome to show 143. Yeah, yeah. Do you know about my city? The city of Oak. Oh, don't you know? Do you know about my city? The city of Oak. Oh, don't you know? Now let's take a little trip down memory lane. Well, today's show, Redder Nation, will be, of course, we'll hit our schedule, which is, of course, the hardest in the league. All 32 teams, I'm sure, without a doubt. We'll talk about that for sure. We'll hit on that. Pay the man story. I'm sure I don't have to go too much into explanation. Just pay the man. Draft thoughts or not. (laughs) I don't want no $50 million man. Can Walter be a franchise QB? Well, hell yeah, he can. And we'll talk about that and why. And I'll tell you right now, I'm Jonesing for football. You're Jonesing for football? Well, sure as hell, I'm Jonesing for some football. So I've been going through archives and looking at YouTube and looking at uh, old games, old Raider games. And I'll tell you what, I started looking at the Bronco games. And we got to talk about that because we must rock all over Denver this season. I am freaking sick of it. That's one of our stories, of course. And we will hit the Renee Nation podcast comments forum section all together in this show. First thing, of course, we get some good news. Raiders have picked up Cooper Carlisle out of the Denver Doncos. Very cold-blooded hands and plopped him right in the Raiders. He signed a two-year deal for $6 million. Six foot five, two ninety-five, two seasons starter of the last two seasons, uh, and eight seasons of total NFL experience. He should help us greatly in our chop blocking scheme. Of course, we won't call it chop blocking because as soon as the Raiders do it, it'll be known as that. Considering the Denver Broncos, Doncos have been doing it on us for years. This is another yet great pickup for our offensive line. The Raiders are building the wall. One brick at a time, along with Newberry and other added additions to the Oakland Raiders offensive line. It looking good for the next quarterback, at least survivable. Let's hope. We have to hit the bone line, of course. Uh, 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. And yes, it's a pain in the ass for me, too. I know I've called them. I've tried to correct it. The best we're going to get on the bone line, folks, is about 35 seconds of good audio. Get on it. We've had everybody, well, not everybody, but people have been getting on it. And I've been giving it back to you. So if you got something to say, man, get on the bone. Bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. 
and get on the phone line at 800-620-7181. As a matter of fact, Mike Lowry, PSL 18, he got something to say. Yes, this is Mike Lowry, Raider 18, PSL Florida. I have a bone to pick. The Broncos have five primetime games. You kidding me? The Broncos? What the? F- I can't believe. It. I hope I hope it's uh, a flex day or some. Uh, they get cheated or something. That's bullshit. That that's straight up bullshit. Titans got two. Pay the man. Pay the freaking man, will you please? I'm talking about Derek Burgess. Derek Burgess, the sackmaster. The sackmaster of the Oakland Raiders for the past two seasons. Can you believe it? I can't even believe it's a freaking story. 27 sacks, 107 tackles, four forced fumbles in two seasons. Pay the man. Because he is the man on the defense. Without him, we would not be even close to as fierce as we have to be in this division. Al Davis, pay the man. He has currently a five-year deal for $15 million, And the latest rookie got a $40 million deal over six. Pay the freaking man. The entire Raider Nation has said it at least once to themselves when this crappy story about a holdout he hasn't gone to the mini camps well you know what pay the man that's all i have to say about that ladies and gentlemen welcome to the drop yeah yeah what's up what's up Kyle? what's up yeah draft thoughts or not i don't want no 50 million dollar man now now calico jack and other bloggers that i know uh, sean from the raider take they're, they're rallying hard for Jamarcus Russell. I'll tell you right now, Nation, if it were to happen, I would be severely surprised and kind of disappointed. Of course, because my point is, if they're going to do it, I'm all for it. If they're going to do it, I have no control over it. However, if I had a choice, I would not give the $50 million man that we have so many needs on offense and we can do so much with the number one pick, which I hope we don't see for another 25 years, if ever. Let me just say this. The $50 million man has a great deal of responsibility for making it happen. And I mean making it happen in a way like I have to come in and perform right away. Not making it happen three years down the road because years ago you could develop a quarterback for over the years. But I don't think with $50 million on the line, that's what Alex Smith got two years ago. So it might even be $60 million. That's crazy money. And we should not have to do it. We should not have to pay that money for this guy. Now, a lot of people are ranting and raving about his skills. I've looked at the films, people. 
Look between the lines. He does not have a very good work ethic, so it proves it when he comes in the combine 10 pounds overweight with a tire around his gut. Nice kid, great character. Calico Jack, in his blog, lays it out. He lays it out very, very well. The Silver and Black Forever blog, check it out. Calico Jack is the author. He does a very good job in laying out why we should take Russell. The Raider take. Also, Sean lays it out why we got to go for the franchise QB. I say no. And I say no because of this. I say no because he's big, but will he fit the offensive scheme of a scat running quarterback that gets out of the way and gets the ball down the field wherever? The quick strike quarterback. That's what I'm talking about. Now, let me tell you, there's been talk of Drew Stanton. That's a great quarterback, too. He did a very good job at Michigan. And actually, he did lead, actually, the best comeback in Division I-A history. And I'm talking about all those schools in Division I-A. When in the third quarter, down 38-3, to they came back in 24 minutes and 54 seconds to put up 38 points and win the game. Drew Stanton has great feet. He's a good runner. He's really a good runner. And he can throw on the run. Reminds me of Gannon before he stopped running the ball in the early years when he could run and pass. This kid is brutal. And we can pick him up in the second round. Hey, look at this. How about Troy Smith, Heisman Trophy winner? Has anybody thought about this kid? This guy can run and scat and get out of the way and pass the ball down the field. Yes, he's not very tall, but he's a gamer. Brought Ohio State to the championship without a doubt. He's got great feet and a passion for the game, and he is a gamer. So is Drew Stanton. So just let me tell you, both these guys, if you want to look up YouTube, look them up. See their films, look at them, compare them to Russell, tell me what you think. Because you really can't tell a lot in these films. I'll tell you what, all three quarterbacks throw the ball late. All three quarterbacks have to get a little bit more zip as far as their accuracy goes. they got to get the ball to the right place. That goes for Russell, too. And don't tell me that doesn't go for Russell. I've seen it. I just cannot see spending that kind of money on that kind of quarterback when we could pick up a franchise quarterback in the later rounds and pick up the monster Calvin Johnson, the best athlete in the draft. Yes, I do think we're going to lose Candy Mess. I mean, Randy Moss. I don't think that he'll be going to, to uh, into the smoothie business right away. I think he'll go to another team. Where? I think he's going to Green Bay. <laughs> and nobody cares where he goes as long as they get rid of his ass and his $9 million baggage he's got carrying along with him. You know, Candy Mess has been in, in, the, in the news. You know, we're not going to, we're going to trade him to the Lions, perhaps. Perhaps we're going to trade him to Green Bay because Brett Favre says he would like to have him and he thinks 100% chance he'll be in Green Bay. Well, good. Get out. Leave now. Take your $9 million baggage with you and leave. Thank you for playing. 
Nice talking to you. Randy Moss, alligator arms, no catching, overpriced crybaby. Get the cancer out, cut it out, get the chemo going, and let's move the hell on. So those are my draft thoughts on Russell. I think we could do better down the road. You know, there could be a deal in the works for Aaron Rodgers as well still, along with that trade with Green Bay. It could happen. So don't think that Josh McGowan is the man either. There's a lot of speculation that the Lions and the Raiders are very close on a deal. We shall see. We're a week away from the draft. There is all kinds of lies flying around, and we know what those are about. Because the lies will continue to come out. The lies will continue to be spread, especially about our Oakland Raiders. So, please no $50 million man. Okay, Walter, franchise QB, you think? I think so. I think it's a perfect opportunity now. He's been in football. He himself talks about what his responsibilities are as the captain of the team. And you know why I say that is because he says it. He says it himself in an interview, and I'll tell you, the kid has got some class. He's got moxie. He's got the right arm for sure. He's got every bit as a good pass as Russell has. And don't tell me that that's not true. That's true. It is so true. Look at his films back in Arizona, Arizona State. Look at YouTube. Check his films out. Andrew Walter has the gun of an arm. It is a vicious arm. We have a great quarterback in place. Give the kid a chance. Let him play. He will be a franchise quarterback if you protect him ever so little. We must all agree that last season was not a season for any QB. I don't care who it was. If they were playing behind our silver and black line, they were toast. Aaron Brooks took a beating. Everyone who was back there took a beating. Heck, Lamont Jordan took a beating in his stutter step two yards behind every time. It was a beat down on the offensive line, which we will be curing this season, I am sure. These coaches are playing for their asses, and they do not want to fail. Andrew Walter is now of age. He is now of age. He has the character. He has the drive. And if you watched him at all play, he definitely has the guts to win this game. He has the guts to be a franchise quarterback. He has the passion. And let me tell you, he could do it because he's got it. And what it is, you know, he's got championship blood, and we can do it. He's got some supporting staff now. Watch and see. Andrew Walter will blow your minds. And that's all I have to say about that. We must rock all over Denver. Without a doubt, I am just freaking 
sick of it. As I was perusing some films of the Raiders in the past days, I watched several Bronco games, and I am pumped up. I do not care what we win this season as long as we beat that rat face Shanahan down. I am not kidding. I cannot stand. I hate the Denver Broncos. They must go down. There is so much hatred in the Raiders-Bronco matchups. It is incredible. And it is just everywhere. There are incredible boos on either Invesco Field or our Oakland Coliseum McAfee. There are single-finger salutes. There are bare asses. There is beer throwing going on. It is a vicious rivalry that I am sick and tired of. Of losing to the tune of 17 and 5 since the Shanner Rat was set upon the throne in Denver. The Rat Face Shanahan takes great pleasure in playing the Oakland Raiders now because he has no concerns. He's not worried about losing the game ever. He hasn't been for four freaking years. It is time that the Raiders kick his ass I'm sorry I gotta go to this before the season starts I know I'm sorry but I must say what I must say because it's gotta come out we must beat the Denver Broncos this season I will chant this from the highest mountains we must beat the Rat Face Shanahan this year Okay, now, let's see where we're going in our 07 schedule, which is really quite something to see and has been coined as, as well as it should be the hardest schedule in the NFL once again. Of course, we don't start off that way. We start off with the Detroit Lions. What a game that would be. I guess it's the game of the losers. That was kind of an NFL joke. Thank you so much, NFL and ESPN. That will be uh, on Fox if we do get it televised. I'm sure we will. It's an opening game. Because as somebody else in ESPN had the audacity to imply that the Raiders would not sell out. That is something else was in the news earlier this week. I thought that was comical. Evidently, this particular sports writer has never seen the Coliseum. He must never have been to games there, especially opening games, because Raider fans are tenacious football fans. And the fact that we wouldn't sell out an opener, that's just bullshit. <laughs> Another black mark for ESPN Sports. When will they stop? When will they stop? Never. Okay, then we hit Denver as our next game. That's September 16th. 
Of course, Invesco Field will be thriving with the Donkettes and the Donko-headed fans that, well, I don't need to go into that. Then we hit Cleveland comes to Oaktown. Cleveland Brown once again come to Oakland, and let's hope we can send them home with a big fat zero in our tenacious defense. Then we travel to Miami Dolphins, who we thought we were going to beat the season before because they had the worst record, and they came in and kicked our ass. Uh, we owe Miami a very, very strong beatdown. They got to be beat down, and that's the end of that. Because if they're not beat down, well, you know what? I got my, not much to say other than the fact that they beat us two years in a row. And we're not, we're going to their house this time. We gotta we gotta thank them the right way. Of course, then there's a bye week, October seventh, and then we hit San Diego Chargers in San Diego. That's another the Oakland Coliseum two down there. So I'm sure we'll be represent fine. Of course, then come back here at home to face the Kansas City Chefs, and we will be in rare fashion because they've got a new team going on. They've got New coaching. They've got a lot of old guys got hurt and left. So they got a new team. So we're going to be fighting them pretty hard on division rival, second one of the season. And uh, of course, very difficult. Then we go to Tennessee. The Houston Texans come to town, and we hope we can beat them. Then, of course, last year's Super Bowl uh, contenders, Chicago Bears. Then we're at the Vikings, back at the Chiefs, and Denver Broncos come to our house in December. December 2nd, and at Green Bay, December 9th. We got to give them a payback, too. And December 16th, at the Colts, Super Bowl champions last year. Does that sound familiar? It should. It's happened three years in a row. Oh, and it's not a it's not a conspiracy! What a bunch of bullshit. You bet your ass it is. And then we go to Jacksonville, and then our finished game, December 30th, is at home with the Chargeless. Let's hope that we can kick them out of a playoff berth or something. It would be great. I look at that game and think maybe we could take them out, and it would be oh so sweet. I'm looking for 500 or better this year, Raider Nation. Looks like it could happen just because we have the toughest division in football. That is all. And now we have the toughest schedule again three years in a row. When will they stop? Will you tell me when will they stop just being the way they are, the NFL? Don't tell me it is not a, contra- a, a, a conspiracy because I'll tell you, you can go tell that to all the referees um, while you're at it. Okay, let's see here. We've got to have, we got to go to now the Rainer Nation podcast comments forum section. Raida comes in with Raiders 07 schedule. What's up, Raider? Greg, just finished looking at the Raiders schedule. All I got to say is we got a lot of work to do. I heard NFL Network say we have the hardest schedule in the league, but what's new? No, no doubt. I definitely see us going 4-1 the first five games. 
Holy mackerel, you got a heck of a positive attitude. Then maybe three and two in the next five games. So about seven three record in the middle of the season. After that, Chicago, Minnesota, KC, and Denver. We got some work to do. Then two weeks later, P. Manning and the Colts. Huge test for Naomi and Fabian. And I think we can do it. D. Rhodes will be a huge factor in that game. All that said, I believe we can win at least 10 games. But in order to get into the playoffs, we got to sweep KC. Wow. Young Raider, I will tell you, you're very positive. I see a 500 season this year as being very victorious and a great turnaround. If we get to 10, it will be a miracle. We have the hardest schedule in the league. It will not be easy to be no 7-3 and three midseason. No way. Hate to burst your bubble. Like your positive attitude. Can't happen. Fabian Ramirez comes in. Update Oakland Raiders 07 calendar. And Fabian Ramirez comes in with his updated calendar on his website. Well, I said people can put anything on they want on here. So if you want to check his website out on his calendar, uh, go to his, his site. You can check it here on the Raider Nation podcast comments forum section. Colorado Chris, Greg, help. Shout out to my boy, Caesar Diehard Raider fan, season ticket holder out of Livermore, California. Don't be shy. Chime in. That's for sure, Raider hands. Say, Caesar. Caesar. <laughs> Caesar, you should get on the bone line, 1 800 620 7181, and give Colorado Chris what for on the bone line. Throw him a bone, throw us a bone. Get here on the forum and get her done. As Colorado Chris is saying, Juan Jorge comes in. My feelings on McCown don't want him. He sucks. Uh, he was to start but won't. Refer back to number two. I guess the second string, but maybe he would come in to Oakland. He prefers him to be number three. Andrew Walter is a better QB in his eyes. I'm telling the whole Raider Nation right now, Andrew Walter will be our QB in 07. I pray to God Randy Moss is gone. Please, Al, just trade him, baby. I think Randy will be gone, without a doubt. I like Andrew Walter a lot. I got a lot of faith in that kid. But we need Josh to be the buffer um, kind of situation, man. You never know. People get hurt. We got to have strong secondary. Even for a couple games, if someone gets hurt for a couple games, we cannot lose one or two games because we're not prepared of the QB situation. A dingo ate my baby. Serious withdrawals. Dang, I haven't heard a podcast in a month after going through a job change. I'm finally getting my shit in gear and getting back on the line. Did I miss anything? A few comments. I love what's going on the months in the offensive linemen. They really have bought into the cable plan. It won't be simple to completely change blocking philosophies, but it should automatically cut our sacks in half. And unfortunately, a half of a zillion is still... A crap load of sacks. That's pretty funny. It has now been stated that the Raiders fielded offers for our number one draft pick. This is great news. Most of what I've been reading concerns the Lions' number two pick. Knowing that we have some options for trading down is welcome. Yeah, so um, there's been some offers for our number one draft pick, whoever that may be. Tyler Brighton took some stabs at defensive tackle as the Raiders opened as their first voluntary minicamp. 
You mentioned earlier this offseason, Brighton was a, a rushing defensive tackle in college, and why they ever moved him to, to linebacker is a huge question. Too bad it took so long for us to figure it out. Yeah, you know what? Tyler Brighton would be a good defensive tackle. He's massive. Um, but I don't know if he's got the speed to be a DT. I don't, you know, and it does take speed and technique. Well, let's try him. I'd rather try him than lose him, uh, especially in this next season. Maybe they'll find a new spot for him there and work him out there. Alex Marvez of the Sun Sentinel reports the Oakland Raiders could be the best fit for Miami Dolphins QB Dante Culpepper. Team owner Al Davis loves the idea of being able to reunite Culpepper with Randy Moss. Oh, you think so? Oakland would then bypass Louisiana State. Jamarcus Russell to draft Georgia Tech wide receiver Calvin Johnson, um, who would give the team a lethal combination as wide receiver. Well, it tells me right now, I already know that they're holding Dante captive down there in Miami. And he wants to stay there. He doesn't want to go, but his knees aren't handling it. And I just don't feel that we need to take an injury per own quarterback. At this point, Culpepper has been beat. He's been beat hard and put away wet. I don't think so. But, hey, you know what? There's things that could happen. If we were intent on trading for a QB, I'd be more interested in seeing them get Culpepper-Moss pair. Uh, might do more than the McGowan-Moss pair. I hope we don't have Moss in the picture at all, Dingo ate my baby. I just hope he's not there. The only way we should be interested in Culpepper is some proof that he's getting healthy as a player, of course. We shouldn't spend much either. A second-day pick would be the most I give for this guy. Fifth, sixth round, seventh round. Most likely, we're looking at a 2-8 conditional pick um, at a second rounder if Culpepper went to the Pro Bowl, and he didn't. So if he's good enough to go in the Pro Bowl in 2007, then we would gladly give a 2008 second rounder for him. Yeah, of course, if he's good enough to do that. But I don't know if he's going to stand up straight on his knee because I'm it must be pretty tweaked for him to be out this long. This is good news. It means the Raiders are getting a backup plan ready in case they go away from Jermarcus, and I hope they do. It sounds like Edwards is our top guy, and I'm sure that John Beck and Drew Stanton will be looked at also. Personally, I like Edwards. He reminds me a lot of Cutler from last year. Damn, I can't wait to see the Raiders crush the lambs in week one. <laughs> ah, that's true. That's true. Well, that's so true. Let's see. Zilla comes in. Trade Moss, Jordan, if they don't want Moss. What do you think about packaging Moss and Jordan sending off to Green Bay for their first-round pick? Here's my thought on the process on this one. Green Bay needs a running back. Lynch might be gone by the time they pick. If Lynch is still there, they could use Jordan and go with the two-back system that is so popular these days. Well, it's actually a three-back system that's most popular these days. Moss is a problem is pretty much out the door already by Kiffin's quotes earlier this week. There's no special Randy rules. You either buy into the system or you don't. Sounds like Art Shell to me, but it didn't work well. But I think uh, Al's sick of uh, his shenanigans too. Why not add Jordan to the deal and make it more attractive to them? And getting something in return instead of having just to cut him next year and get nothing in return. We can get Russell's last year's weapon, uh, Craig Davis. Yeah, Craig Davis and Bo are both excellent receivers. But I don't see him get rid of Jordan. Not this year. If he doesn't 
improve next year. But the three-back system is the popular situation going on. Look at it in the NFL. Uh, the Bears used it last season, too, and so did the Colts. Juan Jorge, four primetime games for the 49ers. <laughs> That's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we get no primetime games, but I don't care. We don't deserve any primetime games. I think that's something the Raiders need to earn. I don't think that it's our right. And since we don't get any, well, you know what? That's the way it goes. Until the team starts improving, that's, that's the way it's going to be. And it's the way for any other team as well. So I don't see any problem with that. we got to win more if they want to be on TV. And that's the way it goes. So, you know, there's all kinds of arguments about the schedule, but uh, that's a schedule is what it is. Eastside Raider comes in. I hear you, Juan Jorge. I agree with you, Juan Jorge, that this is not bullshit. It's frickin' bullshit. These writers clown us for last season. Uh, then they talk about hiring Kiffin, and they bash Tatum, and they talk about the new schedule. I'm getting sick of this juvenile writing. It seems to me that the Raiders have have a blogger target on them more than any other time that you can remember. And the media are talking their freaking shots or taking their freaking shots. I feel that these so-called sports writers are trying to deface and erase the Raider tradition and discourage new draftees from wanting to come here. Uh, believe me, they'll come here for the money. Anybody will come here for the money, brother. Just the other day I saw a pass to the draft on the NFL Network and they did some gig segment uh, about one of the top centers, Ray Cahall, and asked what if the Raiders called him, and he said that he doesn't want to come here, he doesn't want to go to the Raiders, and he doesn't even want to take the call from the Raiders if they call him. Well, he says here he can lick his sweaty ass sack, and uh, his sweaty ass, and these freaking writers, they could write that shit about the Raiders, they could chew on my dingleberries, oh yeah. Eastside Raiders getting down on them riders, man. You know how I feel? I can feel you right now. Partner, yeah, I can feel exactly what you're saying. And you know what? You can't listen to those punk-ass biatch riders. But it's funny to watch them. I think it's great to have a target on us, man. Keeps us in the limelight. Especially when we come back and kick their ass. Because it all happens on the field, Eastside Raider. All happens on the field. And winning will cure all this crap and then we can throw it in their face that's what i gotta say mike lowry raider psl dewey should we be worried about burgess situation now no i think the raiders will handle their business and that will be put to rest goes to post back had a few months off worked six days a week seems longer at times i got to download the latest podcast of course it rocked Thanks, Ritter Greg, for your hard work and endurance in the offseason. I'm glad I'm back to hear all the scoops, good, bad, or whatever. We'll be listening in San Antonio. Well, San Antonio is a pretty town, man. I'm glad you're listening. Stay in touch, stay in tune, and keep posting, my brother. Raider Dave, it's been a while. First of all, to the previous poster, Burgess is preparing to hold out because he hasn't been paid like the sack king he is. Absolutely. That is terrible for our new young coaching staff and the mentality of the team that is looking to forget the past few years of moves. But this is a business. They'll pay him. Raider Dave, too. I'll tell you, they're going to pay him. Next, I think we should select Calvin Johnson with the number one overall draft and take Drew Stanton number two. 
He has been compared to Rich Gannon in playing style. Yes, he has, and he looks just like him if you watch his films. And if we could trade Moss for anything, then awesome, especially if we get Joss McCown. Give the boy a chance before you bash him. Matt Schaum hasn't proven shit, and the number one pick was cut for him as well as a good bounty of picks. And Schaub was a backup with two games experience with the Falcons. Yeah, McCown should be given a chance just like Walter. Yes, Walter should be given a chance. And the fat Philsbury throw boy is not worth all that money. Amen. And while he sits on the bench learning, he will be adding on the pounds. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. He doesn't have any ethic. Otherwise, everything is pretty quiet on the Western front. But the draft is just two weeks away, and the speculation will continue to swirl. But who the hell knows what Al's going to do? Nobody! He appears to be in a win-now mentality, although we do have a very young coaching staff and team. We will most likely won't break the bank in this next season as the NFL continues to ream us in the league's hardest schedule. Yeah, of course. But hopefully we can make some noise and gain some respect back. Amen. And finally, Greg, nice piece on Tatum. was very good and in-depth. And as usual, nice podcast. Way to keep the sanity in the offseason. Go Raiders. Thank you so much, Raider Dave. I appreciate it. Let's say Juan Jorge Burgess. For a team that had the number three overall defense last year, we cannot lose Burgess. Uh, It's not an option. Just pay him, baby. And come on, Al. Trade Moss so we can get the money and give it to Burgess. He deserves it. Amen, brother. Raider Rick. Burgess is the man. Like PFT spelled it out. His original contract was good at the time, but is based on what he did in Philly. With that being said and done, now it's time for Al to pony up and keep this guy happy for the next five years. As we all know, the sack master has more sacks over the past two years than anyone in two Pro Bowls. For Kearney to go out to go to Seattle and get $19 million guaranteed, uh, it's time to look at Burgess' contract. I'm sure Al will step up and make things right. Once Moss <laughs> once Moss and his one-trick pony is sent packing, that will give us nine million more reasons to keep Derek. Well, hell yes, that's right. Rick, Raider Rick, CJ, and Stanton. Like Raider Dave said a few posts ago, I like the idea of drafting Calvin Johnson at number one and Drew Stanton at number two. This, of course, provided that we drop Pansy Moss like a bad habit. The addition of Cooper Carlisle is a great thing, and this guy is smart and a proven commodity. I can't wait to go against Denver and give them some of their own medicine around the kneecaps. I love it. Cuban gangsta money. Cooper Carlisle signing huge. Maybe Al already read my last comment. I hope he reads this one. Get freaking Randy Moss already. Cut him. Cut that guy. The Broncos will cut Al Wilson after they... Shopping him for a league for a while, hoping to do the same with Moss. $7.75 million, that's too much for Alligator Arms. Amen. Lock up Burgess, Asumoa, and most of all, Morrison. Morrison has yet to be the breakout, but he's going to be a breakout soon. So let's lock him up. He's a bargain right now. Sap will most likely be gone next season, and uh, we need some money. That'll leave more money for Burgess and Asamoah. If Gallery doesn't get it to go together, we can cut his ass as well, and we can save a lot of money since he has he was he has number two draft pick money. Amen. Raider five ten. Okay, see he says fuck Walter ESPN. This guy's not the real deal. I know. 
Uh, Smurfella, I think you spelled it out. He said, Andrew Walnuts. <laughs> By the way, I like your show. Keep up that Raider talk. Fuck ESPN. Well, there you go, man. I agree the same thing. Asian persuasion. Hmm. Here's a thought. Trade Randy Moss for a bottle of Jack Daniels and a pack of smokes and lock up Burgess and Asamoah to long-term deals. What do you think, Raider Nation? I think you got it down, Padna. Raider Rick, Drew Stan. Has anyone watched a Drew Stan video on YouTube? Yes. The dude is a stud. He can run with speed. He has great moves. Roll out and hit targets across his body, and he's got great velocity on his ball. Throw the routes that will fit our proposed new offense and take as well as give hits. Yeah, man, he is not afraid. He steps in the pocket and takes off when he needs to, like Gannon used to. Perfect for a new offense rolling quarterback. I encourage everyone to check it out. Well, I encourage everyone to check it out too. Drew Stanton is a stud. Matter of fact, on one of the hits on his video, he broke his helmet and rang his bell. So he's a gamer. He's ready to put his body down on the line. I like him. I think we better do something smart like that and get her done. telling you right now the Raider Nation is frothing at the mouth to see what's happening wait till you see all the representation we have in New York City during the draft it should be awesome so until later until our next show which should be the draft show I'm hoping this is Raider Greg with your Raider News and I am out <laughs>